This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, we're going to continue our series, Technology on Shabbat. Our next uh, term that we have to learn before we start discussing the practical examples is the Inyan of Grama on Shabbat. The Gemara in Masechet Shabbat, Dav Kufchaf Amudalith, writes that a person is able to make a barrier of water bottles so that the fire doesn't extend. Uh, whether it's full bottles or not full bottles, it's allowed. Why? The Gemara tells us because it's a grama, gram kibui shari, because it's written in the Torah, Lota asekol milacha. Doing a milacha is forbidden, but grama causing a milacha should be allowed on a Torah level. Whether it's the Rabbanan or not, the Poskim have a discussion, but it's definitely, uh, it's definitely something that's not a deoraita. <clears throat> now, there is a problem because somewhere else it's written in Masechet Babakama regarding somebody who is winnowing. Winnowing, zore, with a hay, is a melacha on Shabbat of taking a, uh, taking the, 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 the wheat after it was crushed already and you have some light pieces of, uh, of shell that you want to remove. So one of the practical ways of removing it is that you throw it up in the air and the wind is going to remove whatever excess shells there are. So the Gemara asks, Zorev aruach mesayato chayav. You are, you are liable. Now even though regarding Shabbat, it's called a melech machshevet but regarding if, if it damages somebody, then it's a grama, and you're not, if you're going to damage somebody regarding the laws of damages, monetary damages, <coughs> if those shells are going to go and hit someone, that's going to damage, uh, damage him or his property. So then we say it's a grama in his patur. So you see from here, the grama on Shabbat is not forbidden. Rashi says a very important rule. Rashi says in Masechet Babakama, Nitkaima machshavto denichale beruch mesayato. If he wants it to happen in this way, it's called a melechet machshevet. The Rosh says even more. The Rosh says that if it's the way that the melacha is usually done, that's a problem. Zoreh, the way the melacha zoreh is done is with the help of wind. Just like you're baking, you're not doing the melacha of baking, it's the heat. But you put it in and the heat is helping you, so that's why the melacha is forbidden. But if that's not the way of the milacha and it's done in a way of a grama, then it would be permitted. Now, this has many different ramifications. I just want to bring that not only sometimes we're going to find that grama is going to be permitted, in certain areas it's going to be even more lenient than nezikin. Even though we just learned that regarding damages, nezikin, it could be more stringent when I'm sorry, it could be, uh, Shabbat could be more stringent when it's the way it's done, or like Rashi says, when you think about the malacha being done. But sometimes it's going to be more lenient. For example, the Gaon Mevilna says that the reason why you're allowed to, you're, you're allowed to throw, uh, kelim in, in the, in the fire. In other words, uh, on a, um, on, on a, we're talking about on a Deoraita level, of course, and it's not called destroying the keli. Is because it's a grama. Now, regarding damages, that's called that you damage someone. So the Khatam Sofer explains that when somebody is actually involved in actually, Khatam Sofer Chuvot, Siman Pe Dalid, when somebody is, uh, when somebody is involved 
in 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 Hilchot Shabbat, we're discussing that he his action is what's forbidden. The Torah doesn't want his action, and sometimes there are certain examples that it's going to be even more stringent than Nezikin, and sometimes it's going to be more lenient than Nezikin. So it's a tricky subject. It's going to come into example when somebody opens up a faucet, and the faucet of hot water releases on the other end cold water that's going to come in and going to be cooked. So if it happens right away, that might not be a grama. But if it's not going to happen right away, that's not going to be a grama. But if it's going to happen a little bit afterwards, that might be called a, be, be called a grama. And that is where it, that, that's where it would play at hand. There are going to be different examples when something is called a grama or not. And we'll speak about that another time. But I just at least wanted to introduce the concept. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.